doing folks ron raymond here from the ram report for a tuesday ruby tuesday september 20th hope you have yourself a good start to your ruby tuesday as always don't forget subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device today's podcast is brought to you by bullpenpicks.com sign up today and you want to follow the top pickers each and every day right here at bullpenpicks.com. In fact, hockeypicks.com is going to get going there in about, uh, well, we're getting going Saturday with some preseason action. And uh, before that, next thing you know, we'll be right into the regular season. And you want to check out hockeypicks.com. Uh, when we get going for the regular season but uh, right now you want to follow the top pickers at bullpenpicks.com and let's see your truly ron raymond went six and three yesterday had a good uh it was a often a good and bad night you know football wasn't that great but uh, we did bounce back with the new york mets and uh six and three yesterday dom went five and four and uh, art uh, 55 took the day off uh, well deserved day off because uh, these guys have been absolutely crushing it this year and let's go to the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest. And let's see who's in the lead right now. And you can see Colby, uh, Colby Ryan W, 11-3. Wow, what a great record to start the year. 41 units. Dumper, 10-4, 30.8 units, along with Axsmith. Hey, good old Axsmith, the hockey handicapper, too, he is. And uh, look at that, 10-4, 30.8 units. So good job, Axsmith. I'll red B1. Hey, there's Brett, my good friend Brett. He's uh, crushing it right there, 10-4. And uh, J.S. Wentz, the handicapper, also 10 and 4 for 26 units. And folks, those are your leaders right now after the uh, second round. Week number two of the Pro Football Handicapping Contest right here at uh, WorldSeriesOfHandicapping.com. And uh, you can still play the weekly contest. All you got to do is sign up. Go to uh, WorldSeriesOfHandicapping.com. And once you get there, just sign up. Make your picks each and every week. Put uh, seven plays, sides, or units. Rank those uh, selections, seven units to one unit, seven being your strongest. And the player with the most amount of units at the end of the season will win this beautiful Baron Championship ring, courtesy of the World Series of Handicapping.com Pro Football Contest. All right, good morning, good afternoon, and good night wherever you are located on the World Wide Web. And uh, my name is Ron Raymond. I'm a five-time sports handicapping champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. It's a, a very uh, cloudy day here in the nation's capital. It's a little nippy as well. I think it's like uh, 13 degrees, so not a very hot one, but uh, hopefully it's nice and hot where you're at. 
And hopefully you're tuning in each and every morning to the Rain Report. And this is where I hang my hat each and every day, Monday to Friday. You can find me right here at the Rain Report on our YouTube channel. And if you miss us on your YouTube channel, you can always find us on your favorite podcast. Because once the show's over, I load up the uh, the, the, the show to all the uh, podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, wherever you download your favorite podcast, that's where you will find the Rain Report. Or if you just want to go to YouTube and you want to check it out, uh, we are here each and every day, Monday to friday on our youtube channel and the good thing about youtube if you can't make the live show no worries uh the beautiful thing about youtube is you get the replay and you don't miss a thing and the thing i like about the youtube channel is that you get the visual right on the podcast you only get the uh the audio but uh, once you get to the uh the uh, the website on youtube you also get the uh, the graphic effects that you see right here at atsstats.com and we got our new motto courtesy of our good friend gloria k because we all know she's a closer put that coffee down and gloria k is a closer and teach win repeat that's what we try to do here each and every day and i see the uh, the ramblers and the gamblers of the bullpen starting to stumble in hopefully they're stumbling off uh, their money that they made out yesterday like a bandit eh? like ross benjamin would steal it would say he stole it's like stealing money but i don't think it's stealing money this year in the nfl it's been a tough uh, it's been a tough go and the thing is when you're handicapping these games i say it you know until the cows come home you're not handicapping teams you're handicapping numbers and we'll get into that in today's show i got a new segment for you guys today it's called contenders and pretenders and uh, we're going to take a look at the uh the first two weeks of the nfl the a b and c type teams which teams are pretenders and which team are contenders and uh, we'll break it down when we get there all right i would be uh, remiss if i didn't say good morning to the bullpen and uh, first one in uh, like usual is our good friend f hey up and adam ruby tuesday here we are morning everyone says f who's mizzou the network good morning who's mizzou let's get it f he says ruby tuesday show me the pearls baby hey let's get them pearls Great cash, homie. or we'll just show you the money right show me the money! yeah let's get let's get that money today on a ruby tuesday that's what we call here every show's uh, we have a little title for every show right you got a cash out monday a ruby tuesday wow Wacky Wednesdays. Uh, we got a, a full Friday slash Thursday Thursday. Um, that's what we call our Thursdays. And then we got a football friendly Friday the, to uh, send you off, uh, hopefully on good vibes for the weekend, right? So you see that uh, who's Mizzou? Brent Vienni. Good morning, Brent. Isaiah, how you doing, Brent? Isaiah? Hey, I, I get a chuckle because Isaiah's from Minnesota, and I don't think I don't think he's in a good mood this morning. Um, morning fellas Jonathan Hines good morning uh, Jonathan from Chicago Chicago blessings hey welcome to the show Jonathan a fellow uh, Chicagoan with uh, Gloria K Elliot Ronald hey you know only family calls me Ronald there Elliot unless uh, you're a cousin of mine or something or I don't know Elliot I'm taking a shot with KC today says uh, Elliot V I hit a 2 and a 14 parlay good job Elliot V right on that's what I love to hear on a uh, on a Ruby Tuesday hey yeah a little round of applause for Elliot right there. John Presco, coach, is on a Bulls run. Yeah, I wish I was on a Bulls run, but uh, good morning, John. Lafa, what's new, says Isaiah. And uh, the Bills, yeah, a Bills run. Yeah, the Bills, eh? Good job, uh, Buffalo, last night. And, uh, yep, here comes the old board right there, the Buffalo Bills. Hey, Bills Mafia did another. Uh, man, this team is going to be, uh, you know, the disclosure. Hey, I hate betting against Buffalo, but I just thought nine and a half was way too many points last night. And uh, hey, 
full credit to the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they look they look unstoppable right now after two weeks. But uh, we know it's just week number two. Anything can happen during the season. But uh, yeah, good luck playing the uh, the Buffalo Bills right now because uh, they. They're, 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 they seem they seem to be on a mission right now. And uh, Tennessee, you, you just you know you got to question some of the moves in the offseason, right? Who are you gonna get? Who did you replace with AJ Brown, right? Who replaced AJ Browns? And and that's the problem right now in Tennessee. You don't have that deep threat. Uh, like you did with A.J. Brown and that uh, quality receiver, right? So yeah, the triplet factors, right? Remember I keep talking about the triplets, quarterback, running back, and receiver? Well, like a good meatloaf song, eh? Two out of three ain't bad, but uh, you need to connect on all three. All right, John Presco says Buffalo was uh, to the Super Bowl coach. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I won't put the uh, I won't put the cart in front of the horses just yet, but uh, they're on they're on a good track right now. Elliot, as a New Yorker, I'm fat and sassy right now. Bills and Giants are off to a great start. Fat and sassy, hey, that's not a good. That's was, was that uh, movie from Airplane? That's not a way to go through life, son. Fat and sassy. Uh, Isaiah Moore, who at F, and uh, yeah, so people are tuning in and uh, stumbling into the bullpen. And that's what we call our chat box. And if you want to support the uh, the channel, you can always be a member of the Ram Report. If you see that join button, you hit it, and then uh, once you post in the uh, the section, you see a little star between your name. And the the uh, the nice thing, and I, maybe I gotta promote this more. Anytime you're a member of the um, the bullpen on the uh, the chat box, you get fifty percent off a membership right here at ATSStats.com. So once you sign up at the uh, the uh, the YouTube channel, send me an email at RonRaymond at ATSStats.com. Say hey Ron. I just signed up uh, at your uh, the bullpen on the YouTube channel. Can I get the uh, the promo code for ATS stats? And I will send you the promo code, and you will get fifty percent off. And uh, the uh, it's for monthly and yearly package. So monthly is twenty four dollars, so you'll pay twelve bucks or twelve something. And then for a year package, ninety nine dollars, and you'll pay half price. You pay fifty bucks for the year, and you get access to all the tools in the toolbox right here at atsstats.com. All right, uh, let's uh, take a look here. Uh, um, the reason I'm a little late this morning, I was only a couple of minutes late. I don't like being late, right? Ex-military guy. I don't want to be doing a hatless dance. Everybody knows what a hatless dance is, eh? That's when you get charged in the military and you got to go up in front of an officer without your uh, your beret or your hat. That's what they call the hatless dance in the military. You don't want to do that. Never, never, right, uh, Denis the goalie? Eh? Hey? No, you don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> oh, no, never, never. 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 No, Why not? Against the rules. Against the rules. You know, you're stupid when you do that. Yeah, well, I know if you're stupid, but you just don't want to be late. But, uh, yeah, hey, uh, love these sound bites, eh? I know I know, I can get overkill sound bites sometimes, but uh, as long as they uh, they fit into the right mix of the uh, of the show, then uh, it's always a good way to put a, a little bit of humor into the show. And this show is all about one thing. And if you follow Rex Ryan, you know what he's all about, right? Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. And we do have a lot of fun here each uh, Monday to Friday, 10.30 Eastern on the YouTube channel. All right, so let's get to the Ram Report. Let's get on with the show. As I said, got a great show here today. I updated my uh, dynamic duo after week number two, so I'm going to show you guys that in just a few minutes. But let's get to the Ram Report. And I uh, I got a new chart for you guys here today. Eh? A lot of bells and whistles. I, I'm, I'm one of those guys, I, I get bored easily. So when I'm bored, I, I, I get creative and I say, you know what, time to improve the show, Try, uh, time to improve the, uh, the graphics on the show and uh, really teach win repeat and this is part of the teaching part and the rain report sports betting tip sheet is based on value percentage play performance cycles player availability and we use a very disciplined 
money management system. Now, here's the, the teaching part. If you are into sports betting and you're doing this every day and you are following the rain report, you got to ask yourself this one question. What type of investor are you? Are you an action investor? Meaning, you know, that you just, you need action on the game and you don't care about the price. You don't care about the teams. You're just going to, you know, um, bet on the games. And 75% of action investors uh, lose their uh, initial bankroll within 30 days, right? So you uh, like short-term, not short-term investors, but um, recreational gamblers, right? They come in, they see all these ads, you know, the, all the, the, the splashed all. You can't watch a TV program now without seeing 50 uh, sportsbook ads now, right? But uh, just, you know, determine, are you an action investor or a sports betting investor? And action investor is a short-term investor. And I said, those people lose 75 75 uh, percent or their bankroll within the first 30 days or are you a long-term investor and you play the long game you pick your spot and when to invest and you don't bet every day you just you know and this is why i say it all the time you got to have a two-set mentality right got to have a split personality when it comes to sports betting one side uh you got to say okay my beer and pizza money bets you know whatever your beer and pizza money bet is could be like two dollars five dollars ten dollars whatever your beer and pizza money is or your uh, investment money right this is the money that you really uh you want to make a nice little uh uh, investment and makes hopefully some money and hopefully it pays off but uh, you, you got to pick your spots on those type of investments right now uh, rule number two well not no there's two rules in the rain report that i uh that i, I think that are crucial when you are sports uh, betting right is one you got to play the percentages i'm a big percentage play and line price determines value, right? Line price determines value. And what do I mean by that? As you can see, I got the uh, the logo of Tesla and Apple. And uh, betters always want the, the best low price, right? You don't get the New York Yankees at minus 110. Uh, you don't get uh, the Dodgers at minus 120. You know, everybody wants the, the Teslas and the Apples at a really low price. But guess what? If you want quality teams to bet on, you'll have to pay the price uh, a bit. But uh, that's, th that's the name of the game in sports investment, right? But the, the idea is knowing when to play on those uh, picks and knowing the percentage play and the lice, uh, the um, the line price and the uh, the value is on your side. Now, when it comes to sports betting, I do have five non-negotiable rules and they go like this. The rule number one, it has to be the one of the most important. Again, it's you and the bookmaker. And the one thing you really got to understand, yeah, they, they might have great customer service, but they're not your friends. <laughs> they're not your friends. And it's um, offense against defense, you know. They're, you're on offense because you're putting in the bet. They're on defense. They're receiving the bet. And uh, they're, uh, it's you against them after that. Rule number two, less is more. Always remember less is more. When in doubt, get out. Rule number three, and if you follow the rain report, I talk about A, B, and C type teams. A type teams are teams with a 60 or higher win percentage. B type teams are 50 to 59. And C type teams, uh, we don't bet on C type teams. So you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh no, never, never. No, we don't do that. Never, never. And those are teams with a record of 49.9% or lower. Also, you're going to hear me talk about cycles, a bullish cycle, neutral cycle, bear cycles. And uh, these, this is how I track streaks. You know, many handicappers, many betters uh, look at streaks and, and find a way to find indicators or uh, a value into betting streak. Well, I bet into seven game streak when it comes to volume sports, when it comes to the uh, NFL, CFL, and um, college football. I do it in a three-game cycle. And when you think about it, a seven-game cycle in, in NHL could be like 10 days. A seven, you know, and you look at a, uh, a three-game cycle in the NFL could be 21 days, right? 
because they play once a week. And rule number five, have discipline and money management system. Have a disciplined money management system. And here's a tip. Situational handicapping plays a big role in how much you should wager on a game. And there's uh, one of the greatest coach in the NFL history, Bill Parcells, says it best. You are what your record says you are. And always remember that when you're betting on sports. And when you're betting on sports, here's a, a great example. And I'm, as you know, I'm very visual. I'm a, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of you guys are like that too. You, you got to see it to believe it, or you didn't, then you can, uh, you know, dot the I's, cross the T's when you see something, right? So think about this. A, B, and C type teams in the rain report. Now, this these numbers are just examples. They're not the current numbers of the teams. Let's say, and I'm using baseball, let's say the Yankees are winning 72% of their games, the Cardinals are winning 53% of their games, and the Tigers are winning 42% of your games. Answer this question. Using the teams I just mentioned, if the Yankees, Cardinals, and Tigers are on a three-game losing streak, which team has the better percentage play of winning that next game the team that has a 72 percent chance 53 or 42 uh, percent win percentage and that uh, should give you a bit of a, an understanding of what exactly the rim report and again when you, when you do these type of shows and you're trying to really um, you know talk about your system sell your system and uh, you know to, to make people understand it I think examples like that really in a nutshell give you an idea what I really mean by the percentage play if the Yankee you know if all these streams are on a three game losing streak the percentage play of them winning that fourth you know losing that fourth game, it's uh it goes higher to the team that's a c type team you know middle for the b type team and then a right so i would bet on those a type teams but again it goes all against the odds what's your odds tolerance level right what's your risk tolerance level everybody has to have a risk factor right and when you're gambling into sports there's a risk factor you just got to understand and know your tolerance of your risk factor and uh, in this way it'll help you with your uh, sports handicapping and if you follow the show and you've been uh, religiously uh, watching the the the, uh, the rain report listening to the uh, the uh, the gamblers and the ramblers and gamblers here in the bullpen you'll pick up a lot of good tips and uh, don't forget to uh, follow us in the discord if you go to the front page of the rain report we do have a discord and you can follow that all right let's get to the uh, 10 commandments and uh, that's what i said today i was going to show you guys a new way to explain the rain report hope you liked it if you did enjoy that little uh that little um example hit that like button and uh, let me know what you guys think in the bullpen was that a uh, was that a good explanation of the rain report in a nutshell and i would love to hear your uh, thoughts uh jonathan Hines says a uh, th- uh they're your friends and when you lose money and they're your bonus contingent when a new deposit yeah exactly isaiah says the sports books are your friends when you lose money and they offer you a bonus contingent upon a new deposit yeah the thing with new deposits and the the, um the bonuses like uh, isaiah just talked about you go to all the sports book you're gonna see the nice splashy ads you know 100 deposit bonus or a 50 deposit bonus read the fine print because the, yeah sure the 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 the, the, um, the novice sports better comes in and says oh wow you're telling me if i deposit 100 you're going to give me 100 and i got 200 to bet with yep that's what they're going to do but the thing is a lot of these sports books they're going to say okay now that you've uh, you got your bonus you got to roll it over 10 times five times whatever their rollover rules are read the fine print because just because you put 100 bucks and they match the 100 and you win doesn't mean you can cash out right away it means you just got to keep betting it uh five six ten times 
comes over before you can uh, take it out and uh, this is why you watch the show right to uh to uh, you know, a little bit of market uh, security for you guys and uh, market awareness right and but you know what hey good on the books if they want to give out that bonus but just understand there are rules right rules are rules right uh, Denis? no you don't do that you don't do that oh no never never why not Against the rules. Against the rules. All right, speaking of rules, let's get to the uh, top 10 sports betting tips here today on the Rim Report. Rule number one, avoid betting big money on C-type teams. You don't do that. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Yeah, never lay points. Bet the uh, money line or take the points or bet the over-under. I don't uh, bet on double-header games. I just uh, too much going on that day when it comes to baseball. Follow a disciplined money management system. Never force a pick because you need action on a game like last night. No, you don't do that. Nope, you don't do that. Never chase losing bets on a bad day. Bet with your wallet, not your heart. You're trying to beat the number, not the teams, right? You're not in a fantasy league, so always remember you're trying to beat the bookmaker's number at the end of the day it's my number against the bookmaker and that's the number we're trying to beat never bet against an a-type team who's bullish at home and uh, the 24-hour rule hopefully you guys are enjoying the 24-hour rule it's uh the players loved it i tell you when, when i was in 2019 coaching with the uh, orleans rothman and we had this 24-hour rule after a big win i would tell the players you know take the next 24 off enjoy the win because you never know when uh the, you know you never know you're gonna get the next big win then i used to get phone calls from parents he goes coach um did you tell the players that they can stay out all night and i said what what are you talking about he goes well the, you know the players said that you told them there's a 24-hour rule and uh well they're staying up all night eating pizza and they're in the parking lots and they're talking and they're not coming home and i said no 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 i said hey i said the 24-hour rule is just enjoy the win i didn't tell the players to stay you know not to go home but uh that's a little uh i get little uh, inside info that I used to tell uh, um, for you guys here today. A little storytelling. But, yeah, some some of the players just took it to a whole new level in the 24-hour rule. So make sure if you do win, you do go home, right? <laughs> I don't want your wife or husband's calling me saying, hey, you told my wife or husband, you know, take a 24-hour rule after a big win. So just make sure you go home, right? And never bet on big uh, teams that are in a bearish cycle. You don't do that. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why not? Against the rules. You know, you're stupid when you do that. Yeah, you're stupid when you do that. All right, uh, the money management system that we recommend here at the Ram Report, these are A, B, and C type teams. And uh, you see the, the away teams right here, A, B, and C. And then the uh, the home teams, um, and the uh, the bullish cycles they're in, or the the cycles they're in, they can either be bullish, neutral, or bearish, depending on if they're home. The cycle, then the recommendation of units that we recommend that you wager on them should help you with your bank um, role management. All right, there you have it. If you want to get this, um, there's also a video. There's also a video at the top here explaining the uh, the RAM report. So if you go to tools, sports betting tips. There is that video. You can see that, and you can get that each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. Wow, sounds like a bad ripoff scheme. How to make a move over six figures. Uh, made 300 off 50 and only got 50 my 50 back. Made $300 off of 50 and only got my 50 back. See, that's what I mean. I don't. Uh, you're talking about a sports book. Uh, yeah, they, that, that's why you got to read the fine print, right? All right, Timmy Tushu's in the house. He likes Wainwright versus Clevenger. Is that a uh, under, says uh, Timmy Tushu, or is that a New York Brewers over? Good morning, teacher. Good morning, solo rider. Good morning to you. Books are sneaky. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. There are people, uh, people are stumbling into the bullpen, and uh, welcome to the bullpen. And, again, uh, we're hopefully we have a good show for you guys here today. All right, let's get to the, uh, the ponies, and let's go feed the ponies. 
All right, get those bets in. Hey, everybody running to the window right now. Give me the three horse. Yep, they'll be off and running today at Parks Racing at 12.55 Eastern. It's a uh, six and a half furlongs on the dirt. And at Parks Racing today, race number one is a claiming race, $7,000. And $7,500 is the prize money. And uh, if you want to bet in race number one, I recommend 642 in race number one, Lady Bernadette with uh, Rangel in the, uh, Wrangle on the saddle here, 37% in the money. Uh, number four horse, Risen Change, 20 to 1 morning line. Nice uh, little... Uh, Nice little price there on Rise and Change. Uh, Ramos in the saddle at 20 to 1. And then you got uh, Lulinda's Heart with uh, Haddock in the saddle, 34% in the money. So you got two big shots, long shots right there in uh, place and show money. And the uh, Joker's Wild, that is uh, our selection for the uh, wild card, is the number seven horse, Swift Factor, La Prida in the saddle. The number seven horse, eight to five, a morning line on a Swift Factor. And if you're going to play this one today, I'm going to go with the favorite. Um, one of the favorites is uh, Lady Bernadette, two to one morning line with a Rangel. Rangel? I think it's Rangel. Rangel on the uh, saddle here, 37% in the money. And if you're going to play Lady Bernadette, put 10 to win, 10 to place on the number six horse. This way, it comes in first, you get paid twice. Comes in second, you get paid once, which is also nice. And that is your free horse racing pick today, courtesy of ATSStats.com. All right, you can also get the uh, premium tip sheet of the horses. Go to uh, Horses premium tip sheet and if you are a horse player this is the uh, the tip sheet you want to use you got all the tracks going here today for september 20th you got about 10 tracks but the free track of the day is parks racing all right let's get to the sbi and morning ron lee clarkson house good morning lee hope you're having yourself a top of the morning and uh, og wheat from the atls and else how you doing there og let's get them pearls baby hey let's get the pearls checking in late but here we are great morning great people and good morning og wheat a long time veteran of the channel and uh, we love you og thanks for uh, tuning in and uh, yeah so thanks for tuning in everybody each and every day you guys are awesome you make the to me you know i was thinking about that last night you know you know you see a lot of people they have like uh, you know the uh they they call the, the the following the army or something you know like uh, i was thinking we need a we need a good again uh, the bullpen army or the uh some type of nickname for the all the bullpen uh, the people who come to the show here each and every day we need uh we need a good uh, nickname for you guys hey there's my good friend sam Andrew, how you doing there, Sandro? And I uh, hope you're having yourself a good uh, top of the morning. Hey, Buffalo Bills, baby. Hey, Sandro. Uh, I know Sandro is a good friend of mine, and we were texting this morning, and uh, we're, we're uh, ribbing each other on the Bills' win last night. So, uh, yeah, big soccer guy. If anybody has any good soccer picks or want to talk soccer, that's your guy right there. Sandro loves soccer. And uh, I know we do. Um, I wonder if our good friend from across the pond the Rui Pedro Nageria he's uh, he's always he's listening when he's in meetings and he comes in sometimes and he gives us those great soccer picks and what is it uh, Tuesday and Wednesday is the Premier League uh, I think they're back now since the, uh, the there was a pause because of the Queen's death but I think the Premier League is back now but uh, I think Wednesday is the big uh, the big games right the uh, not not the Premier League game but the, the championship games I think that's uh, any good games going this week so if you do have any good games in the Champions League 
league. Make sure you guys post it. And uh, Bullpin Mafia says, Sandro, love you guys too, coach. We are family. Yeah, we are family. Cool in the gang. Hey, eh? uh, one of the one of the concerts me and Ali went saw back in the uh, in the eighties or is it the nineties? Cool in the gang. Uh, one of the, one of the one of the funnest contests I ever been to. The concerts. Cool in the gang. Ever, you guys ever see Cool in the Gang? I know I'm going old school there, but uh, yeah, we are family for sure. All right, uh, bullpen woos, bullpen woos. Yeah, there's a little Ric Flair for you. There you go, Scotty. Hey, the relievers sound it's, but it sounds a tad sketchy. Hey, the bullpen relievers. Yeah, I like that. Hey, the closers. How about the closers? Hey, hey maybe we call uh, the. Uh, uh, the, we call the bullpen the closers. Hey, we did some closer t-shirts. That would be good, eh? Because yeah, you guys are in the bullpen, and we're closing the show at, with uh, hopefully on a on a high note. Yeah, Champions League is going today, so uh, so hopefully we will get some some good picks for you guys here today in the Champions League. All right, so SBI the sports betting index, and let's take a look at uh, who made us some money yesterday in Major League Baseball. And uh, you can see the favorites still uh, having a, uh, a death grip here, uh, going into uh, in the middle of September. Six and three yesterday, six and three to the over. And on the seven-day average, you can see right there, sixty-two percent of the favorites have cashed in the last seven days, fifty-nine point four. And uh, on the seven-day average, still neutral markets when it comes to betting totals, fifty-six point four percent of the uh, of the games have gone under. And it takes fifty-seven point one to get out of the neutral market. So if you're firing away on uh, totals in baseball yeah just uh, fire away with your units because we are in a neutral market let's take a look at the nfl after week number two and let's see what's uh, been coming in since week one i know there's been a lot of talk about the underdogs doing very well and uh, you know what they have done look at this in um, week number two of the uh, national football league 62.5 percent in fact the season look at this 62.5 of the uh, favorites have won uh, straight up in the uh, National Football League, but they only covered 46.9% of the time. So that's what, uh, let me see here. You got 12 and 4, that's uh, 16, 12 for 16%. So yeah, 16% difference between uh, the favorites winning straight up and against the point spread. You know the old saying, if you like the favorite, if you like them to win, take them to uh, straight up uh, cover. But uh, wow, look at that. Not so much, right? Bookmaker's doing a good job. The bookmaker's job is that, to get 50% action. as close as possible to 50%. In week number two of the NFL, 56.3% of the favorites have uh, cashed in. So it was, a uh, as Norm Peterson would say, it's a dog eat dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Yeah, milk bone underwear is for dog players in the uh, NFL. Let's take a look at college football. I think we did this yesterday a bit, and uh, we'll go through it again. 79.5% of the favorites in college football winning straight up, but only covering 52.5. So if you're betting college football against the point spread, I'm telling you guys, call, I think college football is one of the hardest of all sports. For me personally, I think college football is the hardest one to win at uh, against the point spread. Yeah, I'm not laying $3,000 on Alabama to win straight up, but that's not happening. But I, I just think that college football is just one of the toughest um, the sports to win in sports betting. And this is why, if you're a member of ATS, I don't give a lot of college football picks. It's just, I, I just feel it's it's so hard. And when in doubt, get out. What does Warren Buffett say about investing? Only invest in what you know, right? And when you got 170 or 270 college football teams, you know how hard it is to track every team? And some guys do it. Hey, there's a lot of great foot college football handicappers out there, but they dedicate it to it. And they're, they're probably not even sleeping at night. Hey, as soon as Sunday rolls around, these guys are, are you know, doing all their updates, crunching 
crunching numbers, finding roster injuries, uh, seeing who's who in the zoo, what's going on. But uh, it's very time consuming. And, you know, some people ask, hey, Ron, how come, you know, you don't have college basketball? I can barely do college football. Hey, and then you want me to do 300 college basketball teams? Uh, you're going to see smoke come out of my ears. That'll be the servers just overheating. All right. So that is the, uh, the SBI, the Sports Betting Index. And uh, let's get to Major League Baseball. And uh, let's take a look at the, uh, the bullish teams in Major League Baseball. This is the Bears and Bulls report. And what we do here in the Bears and Bulls is we let you know which team is bearish, bullish, and neutral. And look at that. Eh? All the A teams. All the A teams. Eh? Remember Mr. T and the A team? Well, they're all A bullish right now. Look at that. Dodgers, Houston, Mets, Atlanta, Yankees. All bullish. They're either 5-2, and 6-1, and one, and you can see right here. So if you're betting the A-teams, uh, you're making a little bit of money. Yes, Houston, I know I had Houston yesterday against uh, Tampa Bay. I didn't pull the trigger on the uh, members or the premium picks. I just had a lot of respect for Tampa Bay at home. Was it 13-2 and two or something like that yesterday? Uh, prior uh, Playing the last 30 days at home in the uh, Tropicana uh, field so yeah really tough right st louis uh you can see here the b-type teams uh the only team that's hot in the b-type team is cleveland hey look at that cleveland bullish team and uh, they're doing very well so uh good job on the uh, cleveland guardians and every other team in the in the b team is either neutral we don't have a, the good news is excuse me we don't have a bearish team in the uh, the b's or the a so you can see if you are betting a and b type teams like we talked about at the top of the show in the uh, the random report fundamentals you can see right here not uh, one b or a type team that is bearish so um but you know what goes up must come down that's because they're all bearish in the c type teams arizona cincinnati kansas city detroit washington um you are what your record says you are says bill parcells and if you're betting on c type teams well you know uh we don't do that no you don't do that you don't do that oh no never never <laughs> never never hopefully never never but uh, yeah so those are the things in the uh, the a b's and c's and uh we'll take a look at the uh, nfl in just one second and right now uh scott uh, champions league soccer is an international break for this week okay so uh so sandro says soccer is on an international break for this week ey those favorites man damn and uh, hot atlanta yeah hot Atlanta's doing well love hot Atlanta says solo rider uh looking at some atlanta hitting props today i think they get corbin early not lane 165 on a run line hey ron long time no talk uh, in the words of the great michael jordan i'm back he's back baby yolioso is back and uh, good to see yolioso back in the house hey welcome back yolioso uh, long time no talk yeah yeah you, long time veteran hey another closer into the bullpen just made its way back here today so welcome back uh, yoli i'll need to get a welcome back cotter uh welcome back hey but uh, yeah welcome back yoli also good to have you back and uh, let's get to the uh, the next segment and that will be the nfl dynamic duo now last uh the beginning of the year i, I talked about the uh, the dynamic duo you know in college in nba basketball i talk about the batman robin theory in football i call it the dynamic duo theory right so if you recall at the beginning of the year i gave you guys the, the coaches combo along with the uh, the qb1 and i did a little bit of there's qb2 right here and you can get this if you go to our website and you want to see the winning percentage of the coaches and when i handicap sports uh, and the thing uh, you know the, the dna of winning you know when you look at um, winners Hey, and I know Mike Singletary loves winners. I want winners. And I love winners too. But what I look at is I look at um, coaches 
and quarterbacks because when you look at a football team what's the two main uh, things that uh, people will talk at a press conference right reporters um you know they'll, they'll talk about or even you know when they're hiring and you know who's the head coach and who's the starting quarterback the two key pillars of an organization when it comes to football right who's who's uh, designing the blueprint and the preparation for the week going into the uh, the weekend game and who's your starting quarterback those are two of the crucial things and um, what i'm going to do each i don't know if i'm going to update this every oh, i'm going to update it but i don't know if i'm going to post it every week because you remember when i told you guys i said you know what power ratings i think they're they're great to have but i think they should only be updated like every three to four weeks because you, you know you get a team like uh, say um, i don't know philadelphia played detroit last week then they played minnesota and I don't know who they're playing next, but I'll, try, I'll take a look. But you get these cupcake games in between, right? And I don't want to give out power ratings each week after cupcake games, right? I think when you do power ratings, you should do it uh, in cycles, right? And I think what I'm going to do every three to four weeks, I think um, three weeks would be good. I think after the third week, I'll give you the uh, the update. So uh, for the next three weeks, I'm going to update it like week one, week two, week three. And then I'm going to go week six, nine, and so on and so forth. So what I do here is I take the teams, the coaches, and the quarterbacks. I give them the uh, a ranking, a point system, and uh, as you can see, my number one coach-quarterback combination right now, obviously uh, McDermott Allen. Number two, Lafleur Rogers, sixty points right here. Uh, number three, this is where we can start debating now, and this is why I love this because um, what I've done is I, I rank the quarterbacks on my the end and the the uh, the coaches with my personal uh scouting report right the way i feel how i would feel if i'm betting them or the way i did it also is like okay if i'm starting a football team which coach do i want coaching my team and who's my starting quarterback so that was a bit of the philosophy of how i came up with this uh, power rating right here but number three the la rams mcveigh stafford number four andy reed mahomes you know what Patrick Mahomes right now I don't know if you're going to agree with me but I don't have him ranked look so the, the way the rankings work I go from 32 to, to number one right and i got him at number 26 so that would be for fifth best quarterback now you know people are going to debate really you got Mahomes number five you know some people have him high ranker ranked higher he didn't really show me a lot last game and then the thing is, when is Patrick Mahomes really, uh, really good? When he's out of the pocket, right? If you keep Patrick Mahomes in the pocket, um, you know what? The jury's out. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I know he's a great uh, quarterback, but the thing is, you can't be you're just always great when you're out of the pocket, right? So I think uh, Mahomes, like, let's be honest, that could have been an L last week. They, to me, I thought the Chargers outplayed the uh, the Chiefs, and I, I you know, wasn't for that interception for a touchdown. Um, you know, and, and the Chargers made some really crucial bad turnovers. That to me, I thought the we got lucky. If you had Kansas City, I think that was a big lucky uh, win. But um, yeah, anyways, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think the jury's out just a bit. Uh, hey, great quarterback, not taking nothing. I just I don't want to overvalue him, right? That maybe that's the better word. I just don't want to overrate him, overvalue him because I think he's a good quarterback. I just want to see him um, win those games against those eight type teams in a convincing fashion. I want to see more convincing games like, you know, like, like, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, those type, you know, last night, great game for you know, Josh Allen. 
When they when they show up, they step up. And, and Josh Allen, when he throws the football, it's as if he's throwing like a, a, a baseball. When I see him throw the ball sometimes and it comes in, it's like he, his hand is so big, he throws it like a baseball. Eh? It's just it's unbelievable the arm strength he has. Anyways, back to number five. I got the Chargers with uh, Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert at number five. I got uh, the Bucks, Todd Bowles, and Brady. Uh, obviously, Brady brings up this uh, ranking because uh, he's Brady. Um, John Harbaugh and uh, Lamar Jackson at number seven. And I got Miami at number eight. Now, you're probably saying, why do you got two uh, ranked below Lamar? Hey, great win last week for the uh, the Miami Dolphins on the road. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, it's just one game, right? It's just one game. And um, it took a, third, a fourth uh, quarter comeback, but uh, I... I, I I really think, and I said this at the beginning of the year. Remember I said Tua has got like a 60% win percentage as a starting quarterback. Where was it? Uh, Tua. Where's my Tua record right here? Yeah, 61%. And uh, those Alabama quarterbacks right now, man, they are um, – Nick Saban's doing something really good for quarterbacks right now in Alabama. So if you're a high school player and you want to play quarterback, uh, just, you know, hey, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to know that Alabama is a great program. But if you're a quarterback, it's uh, starting to look like QBU. What used to be QBU? I know Penn State's like linebacker U, but uh, what's you know USC used to be QBU. I don't know where QBU is anymore. Um, all right, let me see. Trevor Lawrence, I got and uh, Peterson. I like Peterson. I think Peterson's a great coach. Trevor Lawrence at number nine. Belichick and Jones at number ten. Uh, Dable and Jones. I got uh, Vrabel, Tannehill, Sirianni, and Jalen Hurts. I got him right now at number six and sixteen. Now you're saying, Ron, you know Jalen Hurts had a great game last night, and uh, but who did they played? They played Detroit on the road, and they played Minnesota at home. Had that been in Minnesota, and you had a performance like that, then it'd probably be in my top ten. So a uh, little, little um, um, you know, a little perspective, right? A little bit of perspective. Kyle Shanahan, you know what? Jimmy Garoppolo's got those guys for a career. It, hey, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, th- this guy holds your future right here. What you guys did to, to make him back up, um, you know, a hey, Trey Lance, unfortunate injury. But if Jimmy Garoppolo would have signed with another team, these guys would be up the creek, you know what, right? Um, but, yeah, so we'll see what happens right here. Zach Taylor, Joe, Joe Burrow, I don't know what's going on. A slow start, uh, but, you know, tough, uh, tough opponent, Pittsburgh. And then uh, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. I don't understand that one. Um, so I got Minnesota at number 13. Pittsburgh, Tomlin, Trubisky. I got Cliff Kingsbury and uh, Kyler Murray. McCarthy. I know McCarthy. I, I still like McCarthy as head coach with Cooper Rush. I got them at number 19. And I got Lovey Smith and Davis Mills here at number 20. And you can see the uh, the other down here, right? So let me know what you guys think. Uh, Broncos, number 27th. Yeah, uh, let me see. Broncos, 28. Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson. You know what? Nathaniel Hackett, um, you know, it's just like Josh McDaniels, right? When Josh McDaniels was the head coach in Denver, didn't do a lot of things there. And, you know, not off to a great start. And again, I'll go back to my Brian Trotty rule of hockey. Remember I said, you know, some some players who turn coach, they're great assistants. And but when it comes to leading and preparing and and you're you're leading you're you're a general. You are a general and you know, uh, you're you're trying to prepare your team to uh, to battle every weekend. If you don't get your team prepared and you don't set a culture. And the thing is, when you're a head coach, 
You're not just designing the the, the practice plans. You're not just designing uh, the the, uh, the you're designing the, the the culture of the of the the environment that you're trying to uh, to operate in, right? And your culture is everything. If you don't build a winning culture and you and you let things get away, the one thing I can tell you as being a football head coach, you 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 can't let anything. Uh, get away with people uh, players get away with anything you got to keep accountability you got to keep not just players everybody on the staff accountable and it's all about accountability when it comes to uh, being a football head coach when you're the head coach of a football team you are setting the culture the environment and you're keeping everybody accountable and the thing is um (laughs) you know we used to have a high school teacher and he had a great saying and i used to tell this to our coaches right at the beginning of training camp Never let them see a smile to week three. And you're probably saying, well, wow, that's kind of mean. No, it's just, it's part of building a culture. When you're trying to build a culture, and we, we used to have a, an English teacher, and he, used to, and he told my wife this. This is where I got I thought it was a great saying. And he goes, he's a high school teacher, and he, and he told Nally, he goes, look, as a, she was a young t- uh, teacher, and he, the, one of the best advice he gave her, he, and it was, never let them see a smile to Christmas because you're trying to discipline and keep a, a culture of uh, success, right? So I thought that was a, a great uh, saying, and I used to tell our coaches, yeah, you know what? I love that. Never let them see a smile till game three. And then that way they get the message that uh, the, the environment. And the thing is, in football, in sports, I say this all the time, and I know I'm getting on a Ron Raymond rant here, but that's okay. That's what you guys signed up for, right? The hardest thing in sports, you know what the hardest thing in sports is on trying to build a football team? Is trying to balance fun with winning. It is one of the hardest tasks you can ask a head coach to do at any level, any sport. Balance with fun, balance with winning. How do you mix fun with winning? It just, it's really a very delicate mix because if you have too much fun, you're not going to win that much, especially if you don't have the players to, to bail you out, right? If you have an average team, um, you know, if you have two, and if you do a lot of winning, and you know, normally when a team has a lot of winning, there's a lot of um, infighting, and, and and it's like family, right? Not not fisticuffs or anything like that. It's just tension. It's it's just a serious tension because when you hold people accountable, there's going to be confrontations, and when you have confrontations, you're going to question people and you're going to call them out. And the one thing is when you call out, you know, other teammates or other coaches in front of people, it can tension can get really high. But that's where you bring out the best out of people. But always remember that if you're coaching, you're a young coach, always remember the hardest balance is how to have fun and winning put into one um, same thing, right? It's really tough, uh, delicate balance to do. But uh, I don't know if you guys... uh uh, agree with that or if you uh, if you if you know where i'm coming from especially if you're a football coach out there and you probably you know what i'm trying to say right all right uh thank you yolioso for the uh, nice tip uh, very much appreciate it and uh yeah thank you so much um giants will take care of dallas for sure i tell all my girlfriends that uh that never let them see a smile <laughs> Never let them see a smile. There's always a bad apple there in the bunch. All right. Anyway, so you can get this um, dynamic duo ranking right here at ATS. All you got to do, go to tools, NFL coaches, and then once you get there, scroll down, and here's my chart right there of the coaches, quarterback, dynamic duo, along with a point system. And you know what? If you're ever handicapping, this is a tip I want to give you guys. Let's say you got a matchup going on and you really don't have like the – the, 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 the tiebreaker you know you, you ever do this you handicap sports and you do your pros and cons list and you, you know the next thing you know it's like you got 50 50 it's like man i just need something to push me over the edge uh you know especially if you're in like a, a pool where you need to make a pick come back to this chart 
here. Always go back to the top. Eh? What do they say? Crap rolls downhill, right? And if, if, if something goes wrong with a team, who's the first person they blame? Normally it's the quarterback, but then it's the coach, right? And always, always remember, it's always the there's a pecking order in in any hierarchy organization. That's why I love football because of that the hierarchy, right? The coach, quarterback, coordinators, and so on and so forth. When you're looking at uh, the um, the coaching rank, you know you got the coach, the coordinators, the uh, position coaches, you know support staff. But uh, always come back to this chart if you are when in doubt, and uh, it will help you with your your handicapping. All right, let's get on to the uh, next mission here: the pretenders and contenders, and then we'll get to some baseball because uh, we are still playing some uh, some baseball here, right? All right, uh, let me go uh, to back to my chart right here, and let me go to uh, let me go to the index. And if you got any questions, just so, oh, there's Rusty right on cue. If you guys got any questions, I'll read some of your comments. If you guys want to post anything, who do you like in baseball today? Anything uh, sticking out for you guys in baseball today? Make sure to post it into the uh, the bullpen. Hey, with all the closers. All right, let's just wait. All right, here we go. So uh, let me see here. So let's uh, the new segment I'm going to start here each Tuesday. It's called uh, Contenders or Pretenders. And what I want you guys to do. Is uh, I'm gonna go through the teams, the eight type teams, and you tell me if these teams are pretenders or contenders, and uh, let's uh, have a little bit of fun with this. All right, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, pretenders or contenders? Now, when I look at the Eagles, I look at the games. Uh, you know, they played uh, Detroit and they at, on the road and they beat Minnesota. So um, for now, um, um, man, Jalen Hurst looked pretty good last night, but um, I've just. I don't know if I'm sold yet because Detroit still put 35 points on them. So I'm going to say uh, pretenders for now. I know some of you guys are going to say, are you nuts? Yeah, uh, for now I'm nuts. Tampa Bay, um, they beat a, you know, a Dallas Allen, Jameis uh, Winston team, and they beat Dallas. So I'm not really sold on the Tampa Bay right now. Good team. I just don't know if they're going to stay an A-type team. Kansas City, um, again, Kansas City looked uh, against the Chargers. Um, you know, they got the win and then they got the win in week number one in a blowout fashion. I still think they're a good team, a contender, uh, contender type team. Uh, I just, you know, I'm going to keep my eye on uh, Mahomes here because a lot of defense coordinators, um, they're going to look at that uh, blueprint that Bill Belichick did last year, how to contain Mahomes, and we will see, right? No Tyreek Hill. Got to keep in mind, no Tyreek Hill. And look, you know, look what Tyreek Hill's doing for Miami. So right now, Kansas City. You know, uh, I'll say contender, but uh, contender A minus. New York Giants, man, Dable's doing a really good job. They go in Tennessee, but Tennessee's got no receivers. They they didn't replace AJ Brown, and then they beat uh, the Panthers. So um, the jury's still out. You know what? As much as I want to give them the, um, the contender out, I just can't. They're still the Giants, still Daniel Jones. Um, so right now, I, I can't give them the uh, contender uh, title. Buffalo, no doubt in my mind, probably the best team right now. Um, yeah, uh, contender for sure. Miami, I think they're real. I think Miami's real. I think they're going to be contenders. So of all those two teams right there, um, I think the Chiefs, Bills, and Dolphins are your contenders. Eagles, Bucks, and Giants, um, pretenders type thing. What do you guys think? Am I in the right path there? Uh, and then, unless you guys think differently, right? All right, what do you think of the Chargers? Uh, contenders, Jets, pretenders, Ravens, contenders. Uh, they, they just had. Um, here's the thing with the Ravens. Uh, defense coordinator got he got outsmarted. How do you not put uh, safety help over uh, Tyreek Hill? You know what I mean. If you got a, a receiver with four two speed and you're playing cover two, 
There, there's no way. If you're playing cover two in football, nobody ever gets should be get behind you as a free safety. And cover two means you got two free safeties who are about 14, 18 yards off the line of scrimmage. There's no way on God's green earth that Tyreek Hill should have been burning those guys all weekend. Somebody in Baltimore needs to get fired on defense. To be honest, if if I'm looking at the uh, the, the the film and I'm looking at the defense coordinator and I'm saying, what are you thinking? Why are you not putting safety help over uh, the corner when Tyreek Hill's isolated on the, on the weak side or strong side of the field? That uh, doesn't get it. All right, Steelers one and one. You know what? Um, I, I believe in Tomlin. I believe in Tomlin, and uh, it's just the running game. Pittsburgh needs to get that running game going. Cleveland, pretenders. Arizona, pretenders. Jacksonville, you know what? I think they're going to be a, a very good uh, football team. I think they're, they're, um, they're going to be a... I don't think they're going to stay in the B club. I think they'll get back to the C club. But I think Jacksonville is the team you're going to watch at home and probably fade on the road. Denver, don't, you know, until, yeah, Nathaniel uh, uh, Hackett is uh, he's learning really the hard way here in the NFL, right? So I think he's he's going to go through some growing pains. And Russell uh, Wilson, um, man, you know, he's got all the, he's got all the tools. But, uh, yeah, it's just jury's out on Russell right now for me. But, uh, yeah, uh, pretender. Denver, pretender. New England, contender. Dallas, um, yeah, you know what? Contender, I, I like Dallas. San Fran, man, if Jimmy G goes down, we're in trouble. Hey, eh? we're in trouble. What was it, uh, was it uh, the different strokes of Willis and Arnold? We in trouble. Yeah, they're in trouble. If uh, Jimmy G goes down, we in trouble. Minnesota. Uh, the Vikings, you know what? Uh, they're a bit like uh, Jacksonville, right? They're going to be great at home, but last night on the road, you can't be a Jekyll and Hyde team in the NFL. Washington, hey, Washington, um, you know what? Uh, Ron Rivera, Carson Wentz, pre- uh, pretenders, Green Bay, contenders, Chicago. Man, uh, I, want, I want to say pretenders, but I'm going to say, uh, not contender, but I'm going to say pretenders. Detroit, nah, you know, pretenders. They, you know, wait till they get on the road, right? Wait till they get on the road. The Saints, pretenders. Rams, contenders. Seahawks, um, again, probably a team you're going to support at home, but not on the road. Looking at the C-type teams, you got the Raiders. Um, the Raiders, man, it's just Josh McDaniel. Yeah, you know, he's, he's an offense coordinator, right? When you think of McDaniels, what do you think, right? You think of him sitting on the bench on the iPad with Tom Brady. That's when I think of McDaniels. I think of the visor. I think of the bench at Gillette Stadium uh, or whatever the, whatever it's called. And I, I just see him and Brady sitting there going through all the the reads and the plays, right? Uh, man, it's just, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, Oakland, it could be trouble. Cincinnati, you know what? I think Cincinnati is going to be fine. It's just um, it's going to take a few games. There's too much talent on that team for them to be uh, con- uh, pretenders, right? Atlanta, pretenders. Houston, pretenders. Tennessee, pretenders. If they don't get a receiver, uh, they didn't they didn't replace A.J. Brown. That's the problem. Indianapolis, wow. that That's fool's gold right there. Eh? If there's any, it's not even contenders. It's not even pretenders. That, that's fool's gold right there. I think they fooled everybody in the preseason rankings and Carolina also uh, uh, pretender. All right, what do you guys think? Who's your surprise team right now? in the uh, nfl through week number one and two and uh let me know obviously for me it's miami um you know i, I knew they'd be okay not this good though they, they with uh, tyree kill when you got a weapon like tyree kill you're never you, you showed hey you go into baltimore 
on one of the uh, the toughest stadiums to play in and you make a fourth quarter comeback like that obviously you're not going to do that every uh sunday but uh that was an impressive win all right uh, sunday night football broncos currently a pick man this game will be so telling for both sides my early lean denver jimmy in the 49ers seven points in the second half versus a port seahawks team yeah you know what it's um I don't know, maybe there was a letdown after the Russell Bowl there against Denver on that Monday night, but Seattle did not look good. Um, when I look at some of the, okay, when I look at these teams here, yeah, they, 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 you know, these are all teams I expect to be there. Uh, the B-type teams, you know, we'll see after week uh, week three, right? We'll see after week three how many of the B, here's the thing. Now, these teams in B, they, they only got two places to go, a penthouse or outhouse. So we'll see the B teams, if they're going to go into the penthouse, the A team, or they're going to come to the outhouse with the C teams. All right, let me know your comments. And the uh, Colts shaking my head. Yeah, DeJan Woodward, yeah, me too. That's why I call them fool's gold. Uh, Indianapolis, fool's gold right here. But here's the thing. I'm going to give them a little bit of a breather this week, and maybe I'll take back my fool's gold comment until they play one home game, right? Yeah, it's, you know how hard it is to win the NFL on the road? Let's see these teams. Like, how many teams have not played a home game yet, right? So I know the Colts haven't. Um, let me see. Who else hasn't played a home game? Um, let me see. Seattle. No, they played on the Rams. I think the, the Rams haven't, yeah, they, played, they haven't played a road game yet. Saints. Um, where did the yeah, Saints play two at home? I think, right? But who's played two road games? I know the um, Chicago, no, Green Bay, Washington, Minnesota, San Fran, uh, Dallas Patriots. Uh, the Patriots, uh, the week one was Patriots at home week one. I can't remember. Uh, Denver, Jacksonville, Arizona, um, Browns, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Jets, Chargers. Yeah, is it only Indianapolis that played uh, two road games? Uh, Dolphins. Uh, Bills, Giants. Oh, the Giants. Yeah, the Giants played two. Uh, um, or no, they were at home this weekend, right? They were at home against Carolina. Chiefs, Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. Uh, Bucks have played two road games, right? Tampa Bay has not played at home yet. Yeah. So, all right, we'll see this week if uh, Indianapolis and Tampa Bay. Those are two teams. Let's see. Well, Tampa Bay is going to be pretty good at home. They always are. But uh, yeah, you don't. Uh, we saw on Sunday, right? Don't poke the bear when he's sleeping. But uh, that's what they did. All right, let's get to our VPP, our value and percentage play. And how are we doing on time here? 51 minutes. So we're going to have to fly through these here today. But uh, let me know what you thought of that segment. If you like the uh, the pretenders and contenders segment. And uh, you know what? It's, good to, it's a good way to do a little bit of a recap from the weekend, Monday Night Football. And uh, just to see and, and talk about, you know, so this way when you're handicapping the games, you know, when you're, you're doing your, you know, Tuesday, normally Tuesday is like a day off for a lot of uh, uh, the sports books and, and handicappers. You know, it's not as heavy intense because you're, you're in preparation mode. But then when you get to Wednesday, Thursday, then you start looking into things, right? You need, you need some type of day off when you're handicapping, you know, and the Tuesday to me is, uh, is like an off day when it comes to workload, right? Not a lot of football going on. Actually, there's none. Um, and then, you know, then you, a lot of preparation, a lot of preparation for Tuesday for a lot of people in the industry. All right, let's take a look at the A, B, and C type teams going at it today. You got uh, LA taking on Arizona, 70% chance. Now, double header. So, you know the rules about double headers. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why not? Against the rules. Against the you rules. Know- yeah, against the rules, betting double headers. Boston taking on Cincinnati. You got C on C type crime. Uh, we got Cincy winning at 50.9, but look at that, Boston, 49.5. You got the Cubbies and Marlins, two C-type teams. 
We got the Marlins winning at 50.5%. Another great game here today. Now, Houston clinched. So, um, you know, what's their gas factor, right? I used to say in football, the gas factor. They say, what do you mean by gas? It's your give a factor, right? What's your give a shirt factor? Um, is their gas factor really, you know, did they celebrate last night? Are they really uh, wanting to win this game? You want to win every game. As soon as you take the field, the ice, the court, anything, you want to win everything. You can play checkers, you want to win. Um, Tampa Bay, 54%. And uh, I think they got McClanahan going today, right? And who's up? Uh, Kristen Javier, yeah. So this will be a good game. Tampa Bay, minus 130. I do like the Rays here today with uh, McClanahan on the hill. This is a good one. Hey, World Series, what was it, 93? Was it the 93 uh, World Series repeat? Or was it, 90? yeah, 92 was Atlanta. 93 was Philly. Minus 125. And uh, for Toronto, who's going here for the Blue Jays today? You have uh, Ross Stripling, eh? the Swiss Army Knife for the Blue Jays up against Kyle Gibson. And uh, both these teams need to win, right? Both these teams are trying to stay in the playoff hunt. This is going to be a great game. This is going to be a great series. This is going to be a great series. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays here. I'm going to go 46.8%, minus 125. I had the line value at 134. Neutral two days. The Blue Jays on the road, 36 and 24. Uh, sorry, 40 and 32. While Philadelphia, 44 and 31. Philly's tough at home. Look at that. 44 and 31. Blue Jays, just as many wins. 40 and 32. Against B-type teams, look at their record. 38 and 33. But, but the thing that really... When you see this record here, the Blue Jays against the Phillies. So when Toronto f faces teams with a winning percentage of 50 to 59.9. 38 and 33. While Philadelphia's 15 and 11. What stands out for you guys right here? That is a question for you guys. What really stands out? It's not, you know, it's not 15 and 11 that stands out for me. It's not 38 and 33. It's the volume of games. Toronto has played 71 games against B-type teams, while Philadelphia has only played uh, 26. That That's huge. And, you know, that means battle-tested. I'm, I'm all over the Blue Jays here. I'm all over the Blue Jays. So Detroit taking on Baltimore, uh, minus 200. Yeah, I'm not laying 200 on Baltimore. Pittsburgh against the Yankees, minus 200. I do like the Yankees here today. They got to get back in, in the, you know, starting to get more and more consistent. I know they had a rough August, but, um, you know, the Yankees got to be, well, they're dominant at home, 15-22. I like the, uh, the, the Bronx Bombers here today. Atlanta, minus 320, not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Uh, Mets against Milwaukee. Hey, we, uh, we got the win last night. That was the only bright spot for me last night uh, was the New York Mets. I had uh, Mad Max. Thank you, Mad Max, for that. Hey, nothing like turning in and seeing a 5 nothing lead, right? You don't have to sweat it out. And you got the ace, one of the aces on the hill. Hey, pretty bad when you're the second best pitcher on the staff and you're Matt Scherzer, right? <laughs> hey, must be nice to be the New York Mets. 55.7% chance of winning today for Milwaukee. And the Brew Crew today going to send... Uh, Brent Sutter to the hill, the lefty against Carlos Carrascas. Carrascas, 15 and 6, 3.70 ERA. And in his last few starts, wow, two, three, four, five, uh, five wins in his last seven starts. So, uh, pretty good. Um, yeah, Carlos Carrasco having a good year. What's his road ERA though? Hey, eh? is, is he a Jekyll and Hyde type pitcher? Let me see here. At home, 3.21, yeah, 4.42 ERA on the road. Nine and two at home, six and four on the road. So um, you know, loves the home cooking, but not too much on the road, right? Uh, but it is the New York Mets. They're bullish. I do like the Mets again. Hey, Milwaukee seem to do this every year. You know, they get everybody excited, and then they just uh, you know they poop the bed there in September, October. Angels taking on Texas, C on C type crime. We don't do that. 
Never, never. No, you don't do that. Nope. Cleveland against Chicago. Oh, that's a good one right there. You got the Guardians uh, sending Aaron Savali to the hill. When was the last time he pitched? I haven't, uh, let me see here. I know he's been on and off at August 28th. So his first start since August 28th. He hasn't had a win since May 20th. Yeah, I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't know if I can uh, back against Dylan Cease. Yeah, give me the uh, the White Sox. Adam at minus one thirty nine on the value index, and you can see one seventy five. Minnesota against Kansas City. The Twins. Aim, uh, Isaiah, your Twins are going here today. Uh, they're going to send Dylan Bundy against Zach Granke, the veteran. Um, I do like Minnesota, but you got Zach Granke. If anybody can get you out of a rut, it's uh, the old veteran, right, Granke? Maybe I might take Kansas City. Check uh, bullpen picks for my latest. San Fran, Colorado. Uh, don't like that game. You got, uh, let me see, CNC type crime. Seattle against Oakland. You have uh, Lewis Castillo. Yeah, I do like Lewis. In fact, how has he been the last three outings? Um, not too bad. Hasn't had a loss. Only got one loss since uh, August. Let me see here. Wow. You know what? Very impressive. Only got one loss since June 15. Since June 15, only one loss for Lewis Castillo. To me, still the uh, the steal of the uh, the trade deadline. They getting Luis Castillo, Seattle. Now you got to build around them. St. Louis taking on San Diego. I do like. Uh, let me see here. Who's going here today for uh, the Cards? Let me go back here. St. Louis. Adam Wainwright, the old veteran, against Mike Clevenger. And uh, what's Wainwright's ERA on the road? Let me see here. Let me take a look at his numbers. Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, Seven and three at home. 2.61 ERA, but on the road, 4 and 6, 4.31 ERA, but uh, only one loss since uh, July 22nd. So, um, yeah, when, that's what you get with the experience, right? And Clevenger, let me take a look at Clevenger's number right now 5 and 7 on the year, 4.47 ERA, only one win since August 17th. Uh, I'm going to go with the veteran. I, I like the, let me see the numbers here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, um, let me see, uh, Boston, uh, sorry, San Diego. Uh, against B-type teams, 13 and 13. Look at that. They beat the Beatables, but uh, they struggle against the um, uh, the A's and B's, right? Same thing with St. Louis, though. 17 and 21. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe a game you want to pass. You want to pass on that, and there's the second doubleheader uh, of the day. All right, uh, that is your um, your VPP, and as Stone Cold uh, would say, hey, where's my buddy? And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold sets so. up. All right, Scott says Detroit 6-0 in Baltimore and 8-0 last eight. We use gaff on the East Coast. Give a F factor. Yeah, gaff. <laughs> I like that. Good one there, Scott. I use gas. Eh? The give a e factor. All right, uh, Lions, Atlanta, week one. The gent, Colts. Um, all right, what do we got here? We got the uh, sports betting markets. Yeah, let's go to the markets. And again, if you haven't been to the front page of ATS, check it out. Um, you're going to see a new ranking right now, the top 25 sports betting options. This is going to change each and every day, especially when NHL and the uh, NBA start going. Uh, right now, uh, you can see here the top 25. And let's go look at the uh, top three. Let's go top five Major League Baseball betting options. Now, the reason why we call it betting option is because of situational handicapping. And if you're uh, tuning in for the very first time, the reason why we do this uh, chart right here on the French page, instead of doing a power rating where we always put the favorites or the win percentage or that, you know, we put the teams that who are going through um, good cycles. So you can see right now, San Diego, neutral 16 days, Seattle, neutral 11, Texas, neutral 8, San Fran, uh, neutral 8, 
and then you got Baltimore neutral seven. Now, what you want to do is look at the type of team. You got a B, a C, a C, a B, and a B. Now, once you've distinguished the A, B, the if you're looking, you're using this to play a pick. What I would do, look to see if it's an A or B type team, and then what I would do, see who they're facing, the B type team. Go check that out. So San Diego's have won 50% against uh, B-type teams, where Seattle, taking on Oakland, the C-type teams, they've won 60%, and they have a 60% chance of winning today. So not bad. And if you look at the line value, minus 143, and you're paying 220. So that's how I would read the chart here on the front page of uh, ATS Stats, and it's a good way to handicap uh, um, the numbers, right? What's uh, rule number two or rule number seven in the Ram report? You know, we talked about the uh, the sports betting tips. Let's go to our golden rules, and let me just click on this. The Ram report explained in five minutes if you want to watch that video, but uh, let's go down here and rule number... Um, what was it? Uh, number seven. You're trying to beat the number, right? You're not trying to make a fantasy league or anything like that. You're trying to beat the bookmaker's number. And uh, NFL, if you want to see the NFL right here, um, looks like the Chargers are your number one option. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore, New England uh, round up your top five. All right. Uh, we all know what time it is. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? <laughs> it's not silly because we are talking about the 80% club and uh, we are talking about uh, not practice, but we are talking about stats and trends. And always remember, trends are your friends, but they don't pay the rent. Chicago White Sox, 13-1 and as a 160-180 home favorite after a division game the last two years. The White Sox, 13-1 and as a 160-180 home favorite coming off an American League Central Division opponent the last two years. Um, the over 11 and one for the Blue Jays coming off a one run loss this season. So maybe the over is where you want to lean with stripling on the hill against Gibson. And then the twins, a 10 and one to the under as a 120, 140 road favorite coming off a five game road trip. And that's going back to 1996. And those are the trends of the day. We talking about practice. We're talking about the 80% club stats and trends. All right. That's the uh, that's the show, folks. That's uh, the uh, Ruby Tuesday show of the day uh, for a Tuesday, September twentieth. And uh, I thought, hey, you know what? A lot of pearls, a lot of pearls in today's show. A lot of wisdom. And again, toughest thing in football as a coach. What do I always say? Trying to mix fun and winning. It's uh, it's almost a, a sentence. You can't put those two words in the same sentence. Very, it's very tough. Ask any championship team what it takes to uh, to win a championship. And sometimes, yeah, it's fun when you win. But when you're winning, sometimes you're masking a lot of uh, uh, of bobos, as I say, right? But uh, yeah, it was a uh, hopefully a, a, a productive day for you guys here today. And again, if you want to get the rain report, you want to see all the uh, the matchups. All you do is go to MLB Rain Report, and let's go to that uh, Jays Phillies game. And uh, you can see right here. Uh, once you go to the Jays and Phillies, you go View Now. And uh, it'll give you the uh, rain report tip sheet. This is basically uh, my life's work in one page right here. Hey, when it comes down to, uh, to basically when you think about it, or when I think about it, everything that I believe in, I put it into this tip sheet. And it's it's all there for you guys to uh, handicap. And if you watch the show every day, and you're, you're going to start learning all about the abbreviations, right? DMVI, Daily Market Value Index, the cow, chances of winning, Kogo, chance of game going over, LOA, law of average. Um, you know, th these are all things. SOS, strength of schedule, 
PVI SOS parity value index strength of schedule and you got the home records you got the with the roles of the teams like when does uh, Toronto or Philly how do they do as a home favorite or as a road underdog the Blue Jays this year 12 and 13 as a road dog 5 and 2 runs for 4.1 runs against while the um Actually, are they underdogs today? Let me see. Oh, they're favorites. So uh, road favorites, the Blue Jays as a road favorite this year, 28-19, averaging 4.89 runs for, giving up only 3.74. So pretty good on defense. And for the Phillies as a home dog, only been there 6 to 11 times this year. Not bad when you consider it. 6-5 and five as a home underdog, 3.7 runs for, giving up 4 against. And if you scroll right down to the bottom, um, you're going to see the the history of the teams the last seven, last ten games. And here's all the uh, situational handicapping spots. You can see the Blue Jays on one day's rest on the road, eight and four in the year. 11 and three, last 30 days. But look at this, last 45 days, the Blue Jays, 15 and six, last 45 days on the road. While the Phillies, man, they've been, they're like Tampa Bay right now, 11 and three, last 30 days at home. They're coming off a loss and they are 18 and 16 off a loss. And uh, you can see right here, 35 and 22 during night games. And they are six and one coming off a six, a three run loss this year. A lot of information, a lot of uh, things, uh, you know, more stats so you can shake a stick at. And uh, you can get that right here each and every day at ATSStats.com. And that's a wrap because I feel my voice is just about to give up today. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. If you do enjoy the show, hit that like button. And uh, at the end of the day, just remember, it's all about the pearls, baby. Just give them the pearls and hopefully you send them home a winner. In the meantime, shop for value, play those percentages. I'll see you back here on a Wacky Wednesday. Harry Carey, let's go. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Rigby Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you got to be the man. Joe own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Great cash, homie. Holy cow! It was a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. What the hell's going on out here? Woo! If you smile, but the rock is cooking. That's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack.
you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.